Welcome to The Swolistic Show. I'm your host, Jesse Lockhart, a realtor turned holistic fitness coach and personal trainer. I transformed my mind, my body, and my business in two years by combining holistic-based practices with strength training. And now I'm here to help you do the same thing. Get ready to hear inspirational stories and actionable advice to start living your own swolistic life. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of the Swolistic Show. Like we do on every last Tuesday of the month, I am bringing you a guest onto the show, and I am very, very excited to introduce to you Liz Leonard. She is a stress and anxiety coach. So Liz, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yes, I'm super excited to have you here because... I think that, you know, stress and anxiety is a huge problem that most people deal with. And so I'm really excited to kind of hear your insights and really just introduce you to the community. So for starters, why don't you just paint a picture for us of your story and kind of how you got to where you are today? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, long story short, I grew up in survival mode, right? Like I I moved out at 17, lived out of my car for a while. It was just kind of a really toxic environment. So I had to leave in and out of like friends' houses, families' houses, really wherever I could find. So that kind of just started off the survival mode. Ended up in college and I was dealing with really chronic anxiety and depression I had no really, really had nowhere to turn. So I went to one of the counselors at college and they ended up sending me to the doctor. And that's when I got introduced to medication. So at 18 years old, I was diagnosed with anxiety, depression, dissociative disorder, PTSD, all this stuff. They put me on Xanax and tried to put me on Lexapro, Zoloft. And then at that point, I was now 18, abusing Xanax. Didn't really go very well. I went down a dark path of Xanax, alcohol, Adderall, really the ups and downs, drinking heavily. I became an alcoholic, which it probably took me last year to really admit that I was an alcoholic. Out of college, I was still in that realm around 2000. 16, 2017, I tried to commit suicide. That's where I hit my wall and it it got bad. I couldn't sleep. My thoughts were so intrusive and so strong. My body was completely shutting down. I wasn't feeding it nutrients or anything along those lines. So coming out of college, I was, you know, 20 something. And I was saying to myself, there has to be more to life. Like there is literally no way that this is how everyone lives it was funny because the one thing, so I was with dissociative disorder. I was notorious for becoming numb. I was basically like a zombie. Like my coping mechanism was shut off everything. And I didn't, I haven't felt a true feeling inside of my body other than just like deep sadness for a while before then. And one of the first introductions to a holistic lifestyle was actually a chiropractor for me. And I went and got adjusted and it was like a surge of energy 
went through my body that I haven't felt in forever. And I was like, oh, I can feel like this is like I can feel good. And it started giving me my energy back because of my headaches. So that's really how I got into the holistic route. And then I started just going down the journey of healing. Like I saw a therapist for a little bit, but then I started doing um, sound therapy. I went to a holistic practitioner where we did um, detox to kill candida overgrowth, gut health, all that good stuff. And then I just started going down the journey head first. But that's a little bit about my story and how I got here. So yeah. That's awesome. I love that you were like first introduced to the holistic space through chiropractic work. And I think it's important to bring up that most people view chiropractic work as a reaction to, oh, I was in an accident or I had an injury or my, you know, general practitioner is telling me to go get chiro work or my physical therapist is telling me to go get chiro work when in reality chiro work is so important for overall health and wellness and like immune system boosting I actually just went to the chiropractor today and got adjusted after a few weeks of missing it and I could tell in my body that I needed that adjustment. So I I love that that's how you got introduced to it. So tell me a little bit more about what it is that you do as a stress and anxiety coach. Like what does that look like inside your coaching practice? Yeah, so now I coach people through a four-month program. It's called Release and Restore. And the main goal of it is to holistically align all four bodies. So physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, because they all are in congruence with each other. And if one's out of balance, then it's like a domino effect and everything is out of whack. And that's why, you know, what you were saying with chiropractic care, that's the same thing, right? Like if your hips are out of whack, your knees are probably going to start hurting. Your ankles are probably going to start hurting. It's all the same thing, just like aligning your energy, your chakras in your body in all different senses, right? Spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. So the goal of the program is to really start to see where that unalignment is with you. We bring in gut health, hormone testing, which I think is a really crucial part of it because a lot of people don't actually get their hormones checked and look at their physical body on that level. And so we have that top tier support with doctors and nutritionists and supplements, as well as getting your health, your gut health in order, your microbiome healthy so that you can support your mental health. But then we also really get in touch with building awareness with what's actually coming up for you and your body, your relationship with your body, because your body speaks to you and everyone has a very specific body language. And so throughout the program, you really start to learn what's actually coming up for you and what your body's trying to say to you and how to navigate that. And even when that comes to thoughts, you can even think about you have three people inside of your head. You have your inner critic, which she's mean, right? But she wants the best for you. She wants you to be successful. She wants you to get your ass off the couch. She wants you to do all that. She just doesn't really know how to explain it or, you know, come to it in a nice way. And then you have like your inner child who needs the love and the support and the acknowledgement that you didn't get growing up. Majority of us didn't get it, right? And then we have our higher self where 
they are already embodying every single ounce of the highest version of yourself that you are because it's already inside of you and they're guiding you. And so that's your connection to the divine, your spirituality, whoever you see as God, right? So basically getting in touch with all three of those versions of yourself and just really understanding what your body's trying to say to you and learning a bunch of modalities on how to regulate your nervous system, release stuck emotions, dive deep into your subconscious so you can understand where that's coming from. Um, So yeah, it's a whole nother level of just complete alignment. Yeah, that's awesome. I've never really thought about those three different people in your head before. And really like, like we've, I, you know, of course I've talked about like my higher self and my, I'm my own worst critic and like acknowledged my inner child, but I've never really placed it in. No, there are three separate people that are all you still, but they're in your mind, but still like separating them out in that way is really enlightening. So thank you for sharing that. What do you feel like is something that people often misunderstand or maybe there's a lot of misinformation or anything about like nervous system regulation like explain what a dysregulated nervous system might look like because I do feel like that topic is becoming more and more talked about I'm seeing it a lot more in the holistic space so can you touch on that a little bit Of course. Yeah. So I think I'm so happy that it's becoming more prevalent because I think it is the one thing that's missing in so many practices, either whether it comes to physical health with fitness trainers or it comes to doctors or therapists, we're missing the one key thing. And that is our biology. If we are stuck in survival mode, We have so many functions that are completely turned off. Our digestion is turned off. Our immunity is turned off. Our ability to reproduce is turned off. So all the women that are having, you know, trouble with their periods or fertility, it could be that you're just in a stress survival mode and you have to come back down into your parasympathetic nervous system. We get so stuck in these stress modes that our body actually becomes addicted to it. And I like to explain it as like roads in your mind. So think of that one road. We all have it where you could drive it like with your eyes closed in the dark, right? You do it every day. It's really familiar to you. Those are your habits. Those are stress hormones. We get so used to being stressed that our body has now become comfortable being stressed. And then when we try to relax, the people who try to sit down and relax, and now all of a sudden they feel guilty their body starts to go into panic or anxiety when they try to relax, their brain starts going everywhere. It's because it's searching for that stress hormone. So I think it's really important to understand that one, a lot of your functions are turned off, but two, it impacts so many aspects of our biology, which is going to impact our mental, emotional, and physical health. And it's so important to be able to stimulate that vagus nerve and get you into that parasympathetic nervous system so that you can actually start seeing results with whoever you're working with. So I think that's key. So what a deregulated nervous system can look like is people who are hitting burnout very quickly. So if you can't move through stressful situations with ease, if something like makes you pretty much want to, you know, blow up or cry, or you're overly emotional over something that like maybe small to other people, but it really impacts you quickly. 
it might be a sign that your body isn't coming down into rest and digest fairly quickly, which is what it's supposed to do. You know, our stress hormones and our survival mode, it's there for a reason. And it's actually really helpful. It's just become maladaptive. We have developed different parts of our brain now throughout evolution where we can process more complex situations. We can lead with logic. We can process more complex emotions. It's not necessarily survival versus safety, which is what was in our reptilian brain for the longest time. But we have to remember that we still have those functions. And so we have to learn how to navigate them. So I would say, yeah, if you're hitting burnout fairly quickly, that is a sign that you're not coming down into rest and digest. Um, I would also say if you're struggling with sleep, um, struggling with bloating, indigestion, GERD, chronic illness, illness, your immunity is completely shut off. If you are always sick, if you have really bad allergies, if you are just constantly trying to navigate the next flu, the next cold, or you have autoimmune diseases, like stress is huge for that. I mean, stress is 90% of the doctor's visits and illnesses and diseases that we have um, because our stress hormones, they feed cells that actually produce proteins that feed illness and cancer in our body. So yeah, that's a couple of things that you should look out for. Yeah, that's that's wildly valuable. Thank you so much for sharing that. I couldn't agree with you more. I am starting to talk about more in my own coaching practice and with my clients and even just on my social media content about how stress, like you said, can it is an underlying cause of so much. But most people only really consider stress to be like work stress, relationship stress, or whatever. And while those things are certainly stressful, we also need to ad- acknowledge that stress looks like undereating, not prioritizing sleep, overtraining, you know, s- sticking in toxic relationships for too long. And like there's there's a laundry list of things that create stress inside of our body. And when it comes to like weight loss specifically or like physical specific goals, if your body is stressed and does not feel like safe and supported, then it will not let go of like that extra weight or the tough emotions or whatever because it's just holding on literally for dear life because its top priority is keeping us alive, which it's trying to do even though it feels counterproductive. So I'm I'm really glad that you bring that up because I wholeheartedly wholeheartedly agree with you. So what tips could you give someone listening to this right now about you know either helping regulate their nervous system or just any becoming a little bit more aware about what's going on in their body like what could someone start to do today that could help them make progress towards, you know, feeling better, having less stress, having less anxiety. Yeah. I'll share a couple tangible next steps that they can start literally after they get off of this episode. But I also want to touch the main thing that you should really focus on. And I don't hear a lot of coaches talking about this is your relationship with your stress and your anxiety understanding that your body, like you said, is trying to keep you safe. 
And like I said, all three of those versions of yourself, your survival mode, your rest mode, every version of yourself all has the same goal in mind and it's to keep you safe. And so a lot of us get so frustrated with ourselves, right? It's like, oh my gosh, like I can't handle this stress right now. Like, of course this is happening or I'm so overly emotional or, you know, we start to get really hard on ourselves. And I think we, once you create a reality or a relationship with your body and your mind and your soul, and you start to talk to it and you start to understand the dynamic, right? Like, so for example, when I start to get really overwhelmed, I usually find that like, if I haven't eaten, if I go throughout the day and I'm like running on caffeine and I'm not eating enough, I get very irritable. And I can get frustrated with my body because I'm like, we got to just do this, right? We have so many things to do. Can you just function? But when I finally come back down to it, I understand that my body's speaking to me. My body's saying, hey, we need to slow down right now. I need food. I need water. I need you to just take a second, right? So instead of getting in this like really bad cycle of just getting frustrated with yourself for not being able to show up the way that you want to show up, it's understanding and listening and providing that like acknowledgement to your body language, what your body's saying to you. So that's key. But I would say balancing your hormones is the first step, okay? Um, Because stress is hormones. (laughs) It's cortisol, it's adrenaline, it's norepinephrine, it's all of these chemicals that get released because your mind sees a threat. And whether it be, like you said, a relationship threat, it sees a threat because you're having a lack of sleep. Dehydration is a threat to the body. Lack of nutrients is a threat to the body. It does not have to be a physical threat. So with those chemicals, you can learn how to balance them without having to go see a doctor, which is awesome. So I would say one, cold therapy. I know y'all are going to hate me for that, but get in a cold shower consistently because what that does, I mean, obviously on top of the a million benefits to it with your metabolism, you actually start to produce more brown fat, which is going to help you in many aspects. So there's a bunch of benefits to it, but the main benefit that I like to use it for is it creates mental resiliency to stress. You learn how to bring yourself back down into your rest and digest and activate that vagus nerve in the stressful situation. So in the moment. So when you get into cold water and it's prolonged exposure to cold temperatures, your brain releases the same chemicals as it does in stressful situations. When you are able to regulate your your breath and bring yourself back down. So if you ever heard of Wim Hof, that's what this is. When you are able to bring it back down and activate those calming chemicals, that vagus nerve, that parasympathetic nervous system, it teaches your body how to react in stressful situations. So then you go into the net, into the world and you have another stressful situation, same chemicals get released. Your body starts to learn how to react to it. So cold therapy is huge. And also to regulate your sleep, get off of the electronics, an hour before bed, at least, okay? Blue light suppresses the production of melatonin. And then when you wake up, get sunlight first thing with your eyes open. You don't have to stare at the sun, but get sunlight first thing. That's gonna access the pineal gland. 
and it's going to help balance those cortisol levels. So I would say those are the first couple of things that you should start implementing. Yeah, those are all amazing, amazing tips. And I, of course, am an advocate for cold therapy, obviously for all of the the physical benefits, but it is really powerful to be able to sit in cold temperatures and your mind is literally screaming, get out of this now. This is cold. This is harmful. This is painful, whatever. Like your mind is screaming at you to get out. (laughs) But being able to sit there and be resilient, it is next level mental strength. And you're inspiring me to go cold plunge in my pool because I haven't all winter. So I'm I, you're calling me out. I'm going to have to go do it. But yeah. And then, then the hormone thing too, again, most people just think of hormones as like your sex hormones, your reproductive hormones, estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, all of those. But, you know, we don't see the, the hormones, the stress hormones that you mentioned, um, cortisol, um, adrenaline, things like that. We don't hear those talked about or regarded as hormones when when they definitely are. So those are some really, really great tips. I hope you guys listening to this go implement these right away because it will be super helpful. I wholeheartedly believe that. One question I want to ask you, Liz, is what is like one impact that this work for yourself or whether it's working with clients specifically, what is one impact that this type of work has had on your life that maybe you didn't expect or that you are just overwhelmingly grateful for? Yeah. And I can say this for myself and all of my clients. You create such a loving relationship with yourself. So many people don't love themselves on like such a deep level and like they try to implement affirmations right like stand in the mirror and say I love you but they do they just do not feel it and in the most vulnerable raw situations whether you're triggered or your trauma comes up or those nasty thoughts come in your head that say like you're not worthy you're not enough you're not going to do this or even the ones that say you know end your life it's really hard to come in and love yourself in those moments but what this work does is like I said creates that relationship with you and your body and your and your spirit and your soul we are a soul that is literally just living this life through a physical body (laughs) we're experiencing life through this physical body and while we have to take care of it we have to understand that there's something so much deeper behind this And when you connect to that and you fully connect to it and step into it and feel that body and that energy completely consume every cell in your physical body, you create this relationship where you love yourself so much on such a deep level that you show up the way that you show up for people that you are in love with in your life, right? Like you start holding yourself to a standard that you hold your best friend to, or your mom to, or the man or woman that you're in love with in your life, right? Like so many of us treat other people amazingly, but then treat ourselves like crap. So I think that is one of the 
things that I've gotten out of this and a lot of my clients have gotten out of this and have said that they have stepped into a confidence where they actually feel like themselves again, you break down these walls and then you start to see like your vulnerable self again. And you're like, damn, I actually am beautiful. (laughs) Like I'm worthy. I'm capable of doing this. Like, I think that's one really beautiful part of this type of work. Mm -hmm. I love all of that so much. And it just kind of reminds me of this idea that confidence and self-love doesn't happen through learning. It happens through doing and keeping commitments to yourself. Like I always tell people, you are never going to feel confident in the gym unless you continue going to the gym. Like you can read every book on exercise, fitness, weightlifting, whatever, but until you actually act on it and continue to act on it, it's not going to do you any good whatsoever. And so doing the things like the cold therapy and the work and the therapy and the, you know, all of the stuff that you've mentioned on this episode today, definitely I can see how that would become an end result the loving relationship with yourself. So that's awesome. I love, I love all of that so much. Um, as we wrap up here, I have one more question I want to ask you, and I love to ask every single one of my guests this question, but what does living a swolistic life mean to you? I think, again, I think it's just really being in touch with yourself and listening to what you need in the moment and understanding your body language, knowing every version of you just wants the same thing. And I think holistic is, again, just alignment of being in aligned with your energy, speaking your truth, following your heart, which I know that sounds cheesy, but that means that you're in alignment with your energy, right? You feel grounded, you feel safe within your own body, but then you're also following your path in a confident and embodied way. Um, I think that that's really just what a holistic life is, is just one listening, acknowledgement, awareness, but also embodying that highest version of yourself. I love all of that. I do. I love, I love all of it. I have genuinely loved this episode and getting to hear from you, Liz. So before we hop off, Where can everybody find you online if they're intrigued or want to get to know you more or just follow along with your journey and story and content? Yeah, of course. So my my main platform is Wellness with Liz on Instagram. It's wellness with period Liz with two Z's. And that's where you're going to get access to everything. There's a link in my bio. You can go join the Facebook community. Amazing people in there jump on live a lot and just talk about really cool stuff, kind of like what we were talking about here, as well as really, really fun stuff coming up. So go follow and reach out to me. Message me. I'd love to talk to you. Yes, everybody, please make sure you go connect with Liz after this episode. I will link her Instagram and things like that in the show notes of this episode. Thank you again, Liz, for coming on the show, sharing your expertise, your insight. It has been a joy to get to chat with you today. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm honored. All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. As always, remember to make yourself a priority because you absolutely deserve it. I will talk to you guys on the next episode. 
Thank you for spending your time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave us a rating or review to help others find the show. To learn more about working with me or joining the Swolistic community, head over to my Instagram at Lockhart, where you'll find my programs and pricing in the highlight bubbles. I hope you have the best day ever and I'll chat with you next week.